This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, and my co-host Tony Shore today coming straight at you here from the Big O, Omaha, Nebraska. And we serve all of our surrounding communities and and heck, the show even broadcasts uh, coast to coast during the middle of the night, as, as so I hear from clients who have driven and heard me. You can also tune in on iHeartRadio to listen. You can tune in. Uh, you can go to Spotify and download our shows. Tony, where else can they go? Well, yeah, they can go to Apple Podcasts. They oh. can go to Spotify. I believe you're on uh, the iHeartRadio app. So, uh, all over the place uh, and on the radio and they can go to your website and just go to the radio page listen to past shows and they can subscribe to the show uh, as a podcast just by uh, clicking on the Apple Podcasts or Spotify button so uh, the show is everywhere we like to reach a lot of folks and you've been hearing from a lot of people who hear the show so I know you've been meeting with a lot of people and offering those complimentary consultations, so that's good. Absolutely, and it's a lot of fun because I get to see, you know, all the different walks of life and and different people that go through different things. Whether you know whether they've never been married or they've been married and have multiple children, or they've they've gone through all kinds of different times in life, and that's what makes my business so amazing is that you really get to see it. And I am in an incredible position, actually, if you think about it, because I get to see what everybody has done right i get to see the triumphs i get to see the mistakes and it, it it's pretty special because it helps me not only shape my life uh, but it helps me counsel others right and what they have done and or or what maybe to stay away from we talk about retirement all the time and i think the the biggest key takeaway that I get from people is the uncertainty, the fear of the unknown. You know, what's it going to look like when I retire? Where will I live when I retire? What will taxes be like? Uh, What kind of legal documents do I have to have in order, like your wills and powers of attorney or a trust? My mortgage at these very low rates, Tony, should we keep our mortgage or should we pay off the house? What do we do in those scenarios? And I will tell you all that there is not a perfect answer for all of that. You know, take the mortgage situation, for example, and I was talking with a young lady in my office who we were talking about her mortgage and and whether or not she should have her mortgage paid off. And she's been accelerating payments and um, preparing for upcoming retirement that's right around the corner for her, accelerating payments and really trying to get that thing paid off. But she says, well, but Bill, my mortgage is only at 2.7%, which is a great rate. And some people out there might say, well, geez, that's, that's high, right? Because we've seen mortgages at two and a quarter or two and a half, but I promise you 2.7 is very historically low. So that's a great rate. 
So can you make a spread on the difference? Meaning, let's say I have a $300,000 mortgage, right, at 2.7%. That's a great rate. Payments are probably fairly low. And you want to either think about paying that off so you have no payment in retirement for your for your house or do we keep the mortgage and invest the rest right and can you make more money on your investments than that 2.7 percent and i will tell you historically you can right or you should be able to but the should be able to is the key takeaway i want you to get from there how about the uh, how about the feeling of not having any payments of not having any mortgage, regardless oh, of what man. the interest rate is? How about the feeling of knowing you have a roof over your head and in case everything else goes to pot, you have the roof over your head? Right now, most likely we're the eternal optimist here at the premier advisory group. I think everybody knows that by now. I don't think everything is going to go to pot, even though we've seen 233,000 executive orders in the last 15 days. (laughs) But, but, but we are, we are the eternal optimist. And we also understand that uh, things change and things will constantly change and evolve. We know that. And there will be trying times and, 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 and there'll be great times and we get through them all. Uh, But everybody is a little bit different. Some people say, Hey Bill, that mortgage payment, it's an automatic. I don't, I don't see it. It's no big deal. I know that maybe over time, my investments will average. Let's just pull a number out 7%. Let's say they, my investments average 7%. I'm only paying 2.7. I get a little tax deduction for this and that. And so it works out great. You have a positive spread at that point, right? What a 4.3% positive spread um, where you're making money having the, with the bank having your money. On our rental houses, right? We have mortgages on our rental houses where the renter pretty much pays the mortgage payment, right? That makes a lot right. of sense. Um, it, it financially, and I, and I tell people this, mathematically, I can make the numbers make sense for where we tell you to pay your, uh, you know, keep your mortgage and invest the other side of it. Um, however, there's always that peace of mind knowing that you do not have any debt. You do not owe anybody. And I think that's really important. And, it, and it, that comes to um, a really a personal decision. It really does. And I can counsel you through that and how it affects you and, and, and all that kind of good stuff. So it's one thing that we talk about here um, at the Premier Advisory Group. We really try to encompass all aspects of your life and your retirement. And we try to paint a picture that, that is it's something where you can live with and, and, and something where you can feel comfortable with in retirement, where you know that whether you want to travel throughout the U.S. or internationally, or you just want to stay at home, that you're comfortable with your situation and you're happy with it. And, and, and by God, you can sleep well at night, right? That swan effect. And that's so incredibly yeah. important, knowing that you sleep well at night. And so that's a that's a piece that I want everybody to kind of focus on and think about, you know, what will you do with your living situation in retirement? Will you be downsizing? Will you be upsizing? Will you be purchasing a um, a will you be relocating? Maybe heading out to Arizona or Florida, um, escaping some of our high property taxes and some of the the foot of snow that we just got. So we have. Yeah. 
you know, all types of different scenarios, but we want to make sure that, uh, that we are here to help you. We put together plans through um, a, a compass program that we have that really outlines your retirement future. It takes all of your assets and, 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 and we plug them in along with your income and distributions, uh, re- whether it be required minimum distributions or, or, or pension uh, income that you have, your social security, optimizing all aspects of that plan and, and really pumping it into uh, various scenarios. And then from there, we, we really try to choose what, what's going to be best for you. And that's where I come in. So my job is is a lot of fun. You know, I, I really enjoy working with people and creating that plan and building up to retirement to make sure that you're going to live the retirement that you've always wanted because you have worked so incredibly hard to get to where you're at. And I know you have, you know, and I, and I think about that. I see it in my own family and the times are, times are tough. You go through times of loss. Um, it just, you, you just, you name it. I know you listeners are out there can get your thinking in your head right now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, I've gone through those times and when is my time where I can kind of sit back and hang it up and put my feet up and that's what I want to help you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. And obviously there's a lot to look at and think about, especially as we move ahead. And you know, you hate to get political, but we know taxes are going to go up. I mean, we know that. It's it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of how soon and how much. And so that's something else you have to be looking at because I think, you know, as we, as we move ahead and plan, uh, that's one burden that you need to have lifted off your shoulders, not worrying about that. You need to have a plan in place that can deal with it, right? That's exactly right, Tony. You have to have a plan in place and really follow that plan. And, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, the last thing you want to do is, you know, get up to that point and, and just and have too much stress and uncertainty because it leads to health situations that are unfavorable. Stress is a killer. And, oh, and, and we yeah, know that. Is. And you've been you've been doing it all your life and everybody stresses about something for the most part. Right. You think. Uh, but don't you want to get to a point where you can put those feet up and and that stress level is down? Not having a plan is truly planning to fail. Not having a plan uh, leads to lots of stress when you have a plan and you're following that plan and we can make it fluid. This doesn't have to be something that's so incredibly stringent that you set it and and it can never change again right? We want to make sure that we can be fluid because life changes, things happen. And, yeah. and, and we, we have to be able to, to bob and weave when that time comes up. That's uh, true. You know, and, and like these markets, I mean, Tony, we were talking pre-show, oh, you know, oh, about you know, GameStop, uh, AMC oh. theaters. I mean, wow. You know, you think about it and what a, you know, it's, it's crazy. So you have these traders, these basically retail investors that get on and they're almost uh, making bets with each other on the upside and the downside of the different stocks. And it really led to, you know, just a huge uptick, you know, huge uptick in, in certain securities and some shorts, sure. some short sellers were actually getting hammered on it at the same time. Um, we yep. saw that happen uh, this past Wednesday. We, we saw it go into Thursday, you know, yeah. and then, and then, a Thursday morning, if you think about it, we, we saw actually stocks reverse, actually. Uh, they opened flat for the day. So this was after a big sell-off on Wednesday. Thursday comes in and, 
and they're flat opening up, but all of a sudden they really, really started to tick up. And we saw weekly unemployment claims pull back by about 67,000 from the prior week's levels. So now these unemployment claims actually dipped below 900,000 for the first time in three weeks. Now these claims are still historically high compared to pre-pandemic levels, but people, let's think about it. We are in a pandemic, right? We have the coronavirus, the COVID-19 that people are now getting vaccinated for, and hopefully we're coming out and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I I feel that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I pray that I can see that light. Um, but we have to remember that we shut down the the economy. We we closed our borders, you know, and they are pretty much still kind of closed. You know, to come if you leave the U.S. and come back, you got to get a you have to have a negative test coming back in. Oh yeah. Could, could you yeah. imagine? You know, I have friends that go into Mexico or clients that go vacation in Mexico or they're going to go vacation there during this all. I mean, really within the past like month, you hear about this. And then all of a sudden they said, well, you know, but before you get back, you have to get a negative test. So can you imagine you're sitting there in Cabo San Lucas and or wherever, Puerto Vallarta, and you're, you're coming back the next day. You have to go get a test. You test positive, let's say, right? Whether it's a real positive or a false positive, it really doesn't matter. You test positive and then you can't come back, right? You're quarantined in Mexico for another 14 days. So, and maybe that's, maybe you say, hey, you have all the money in the world and it's no big deal. I'll quarantine there for 14 days and sit on the beach. I don't really think it works that way. (laughs) I think you're going to be kind of quarantined. most people have to get back for one reason or another, especially for if they have a job or uh, they don't have the money to stay down there. That's really a problem. You got it. Yeah, you, you got to get back. But I but I don't think it's like a extended vacation, even if you didn't have to get back. I'm no, pretty sure you're locked up in your room. <laughs> yeah. And I had a, one of my cousins told me they're thinking about going there and and they said, well, yeah, but the hotel said that they're thinking that they would just kind of put you keep you there kind of almost at their expense and, and, you know, room and board, food, the whole nine yards. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> you know, there is no I free really lunch. doubt it. Yeah, and if it is, if they're putting you up, I, I guarantee you it's not going to be in the same same level that you're at. No. <laughs> right. No. They'll go, we have another property. Yeah. This Yours is booked for the next 14 days, so we need to move you to our other property. Oh, okay. The other property is in a slum, and yeah, right. it's a no-tell motel. You know, it's not a hotel. It's a motel. And What's that song yeah. go? The, the uh, no-tell motel holiday inn? <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Well, oh. and, you know, you mentioned briefly, I, I just have to go. I've been reading about this and uh, talking to my son about the whole GameStop issue. And just uh, for our listeners who aren't aware, uh, a bunch of small investors on Reddit really started this thing a week or so ago. And they banded together to send GameStop's stock price soaring uh, because the hedge funds, there was this really big hedge fund that had shorts, they were short selling GameStop GameStop and all these companies like AMC Theaters because these uh, these companies are on the verge of bankruptcy and doing poorly uh, because of obviously COVID. And GameStop for many reasons, uh, because it's an outdated model, probably. So uh, what these Reddit investors did is they sent the stock soaring uh, and uh, the hedge funds that were betting against the troubled, you know, video game retailer, 
they they faced i mean major losses we're talking about a lot of money real money uh, most of people are going to get uh, steamrollered they're going to lose well we were talking prob- about probably we- lose big and we were talking about that last week exactly what you were saying is you always hear about the good times right right but you do you know yeah. and, and it paints this beautiful rosy picture but yeah there's a lot of, of a lot of fallout and we got to be really really careful with those one-offs and you know friends yeah. texting me and you know it's hindsight's always 2020 oh it would have been good yeah. to be it on this deal yesterday morning and it's like well yeah sure you know yeah yeah Sure. You know, we can always say that, you know, I wish I was on it's the ground such floor a huge of everything risk, though, to try to get in <laughs> at the right time and out at the right time before things change. And that game stock stock, if you look at it, I mean, it, it was going up and down like a ping pong ball, you know, or, you know, a, a Super Bowl bouncing. So, uh, yeah, good luck <laughs> trying to time it. Uh, but yeah, the markets, uh, they can be crazy. And in general, that's just a little side uh, note, a little goofy thing going on on the side. But the market overall has also bounced uh, up and down overall. And so uh, it's important to have a long-term plan in place. And you don't want to have to panic every time you read one of these stories, right? You don't want to panic, absolutely. And, and you know, you're talking about timing the market. And it's really not so much timing the market, but it's your time in the market. And, and we have to be really careful about trying to time or or you think you know what's going to happen because so many times you when you think something is going to happen the opposite does and it's not just because you know that's that's the way it happens but it's more or less that whole crystal ball aspect and we don't have a crystal ball we don't know exactly what's going to happen so we really have to rely on good solid fundamental analysis and technical analysis good money management a good philosophy uh, stay in the course you know we we've talked about one of our uh, Assessment questions talks about uh, uh, you know if you, if you were to lose twenty percent in the market, would you immediately sell? Would you add to it while it's down? Would you stay the course? You know what would you do? You know would you panic? You know and the and the the right answer I will tell you I believe the right answer is you want to stay the course if you have built a plan that's there truly to stand the test of time. It's there for you and I keep mentioning that that you attitude it's for you not anybody else right but it's for your situation that you should be able to stay the course because we understand that we have these dips and you know if you take last March for example you know starting uh, what was it February twentieth or so February nineteenth we saw that market really start to come down 2020 you know and you know at that point there are some people that were like geez I got to get out now before it all disappears well do we really think it's all going to disappear um, and you know that would be what we call in the uh, Catholic faith uh, the fi- as father Dan Kampschneider uh, told our uh, eighth grade uh, religious ed class a couple weeks ago that um, that would be the final judgment right and so you right. know if we have that if that's coming so i don't think that we're going to see this entire collapse of a of a u.s economy you know largest economy in the world i no. just really don't think that's going to happen and if we were to sell while it's low if you were to sell while that s&p was down 30 percent you can you know and you didn't get back in at the right time heck man you just lost 30 percent where you could have stayed in and been up 20 percent for the year if you would have just stuck to your guns yep you know and and yeah. i think we got to be careful we have to also look at your time horizon how close 
you are uh, are you are you close to retirement are you five years two years six months away are you 10 years 15 years you know if you're further away from retirement please stay the course please please stay the course for the most part I'm not giving individual investor advice by the way I want to make sure we're perfectly clear I have to see your exact situation to be able to do that you know but for the most part you know on a generalizing yeah we want to stay the course we want to stick to our guns stick to that plan you know because you know earlier this week we saw the uh, Fed chairman Jerome Powell and and he says hey you know the central bank reiterated its commitment in keeping interest rates low and asset purchases robust right and, and this economy still has to weather the COVID-19 pandemic we have a lot of things the economy wants to get back open restrictions want to be lifted but it has to get through that and it's just going to take a little bit of time and we know that um so that's a that's a very positive thing. Fixed income rates are still very very low. So you know our our sixty forty splits from a equity to a bond side. You know if you want forty percent of your money really making hardly anything in the bond market, you know it's not like you can go all equity. But really that that forty percent not making anything. Maybe there's an alternative to the bond market where you can actually make better interest. And we talk about that a lot too. Um, you know er, earnings season, Tony. We're right in the middle here. It's been chugging along nicely and and. There are shares of some very heavily weighted companies and reported results after the closing bell last week. You know, look at Tesla, for instance. It dropped more than 5% after the company uh, fell short of profit estimates. You know, um, even though revenue hit a quarterly revenue record of over $10 billion, right, which is great. So we're seeing that chug along, but we also have valuations that are sky high. Apple stock fell. Um, after Tim Cook, and who, who is the company's CEO, now he said during a company's earnings call that he expected second quarter deceleration in wearables and service sales growth. Um, so, you know, we're, again, we're seeing certain things. Facebook shares gained, um, but there's significant uncertainty, right? We have a lot going on. Advertising is slowed down. We don't see a lot of that right now. So with a lot of uncertainty, and how about any lawsuits that may come about? Because a lot of these companies, we believe, got together and, and kind of started censoring people that say, hey, you know, you, you, you right, wrong, or indifferent. We got to be really, really careful about freedom of speech. And as these tech companies get so big, um, they have a lot of power and influence. And so we think that might be a a headwind for them. We saw American Airlines surge this past week. Um, So hopefully we're getting things kind of back in line, but we have to keep an eye on it. We want to remain optimistic, but I do urge everybody, we want to remain cautiously optimistic, cautiously optimistic. Um, And in a reminder, please uh, visit our website, paradvisor.com. That's P-A-R advisor.com. Dot com, And you can go and, and, and you can take assessments and create your own generational vault account at no cost at all to you. Um, we also have events coming up in March. We really hope if everything's good and chugging along here in Omaha, we're going to have those events uh, right at Champions Run. Uh, uh, limited uh, seating, of course, but you'll, you'll get notice of those. So please visit the website. You're able to reserve your spot right on there. We'll have a lot of fun and those are completely complimentary to you. Any Medicare questions, please direct to Bill Kaiser here in the office. And for any appointments, we'd love to sit down with you, a complimentary consultation. I'd love to meet with you. Uh, Give us a call right here at the office, 402-557-6730. Again, it's 402-557-6730. Again, thank you all so much for listening. We so much appreciate you and we will see you next week. 
All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Big O' Money Show with our host, Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.